0: Up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. We'll be in the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Uh, we still have a very volatile week ahead of us. There are a lot of things that are be coming out this week. Um, we have CPI uh, and core CPI data that's going to be coming out on Thursday. Uh, we also have some big earnings that are coming out on Friday, uh, which will start off earnings uh, with the big banks. You have JP Morgan. Uh, City, Morgan Stanley, and Wells Fargo. Uh, also on Friday, you will have some September retail sales numbers that are gonna be coming out. And uh, on Wednesday, you'll be having uh, some earnings news uh, that will be coming out for Pepsi. So let's jump to some of the things uh, that I'll be watching this week um, as the market continues to shape up. Uh, first thing, we'll talk about the overall market. Uh, so today, NASDAQ closed uh, at a two-year low. Uh, as chip stocks uh, begin to fall. Uh, So stocks closed lower uh, today, uh, Monday, with the Nasdaq Composite Index falling to its lowest level in two years as tech shares continue to be the hardest hit in the bear market because of spiking interest rates. Uh, So the Nasdaq Composite closed uh, 1.04% lower uh, at $10,542.10 hitting its lowest since July of 2020, uh, weighed down by the slump in semiconductor stocks such as uh, NVIDIA and AMD. Uh, the S&P 500 also fell 0.75% uh, to $3,612.39, uh, and they were dragged down by the semi uh, stocks and dips in major tech names like Microsoft, while the Dow Jones uh, Industrial Average, Average shed at ninety-three percent uh nine one points or about point three two percent uh to close around twenty nine thousand uh, two hundred uh two dollars and uh eighty eight cents. Uh the declines came as JP Morgan, CEO Jamie Dimon warned uh what the US will likely fall into a recession in twenty twenty three and that it may not be uh just a mid economic uh concentration Uh, or a contraction, uh, but also economists have projected um, that it will be lower as well. So a policy change uh, weighed on semiconductor stocks after the Biden administration announced the new export controls uh, that limit U.S. companies selling advanced computing semiconductors and related manufacturing equipment to China. Uh, Tech shares have also been hit the hardest in the sell-off uh, as rising rates expose uh, their relatively high valuations and raise their cost of capital. Um, while the bond market was closed, the futures on the 10-year Treasury uh, note were lower on Monday. Uh, today, trading indicating yields will continue their much higher uh, value on Tuesday. Um, So definitely the market is experiencing a lot of volatility today Uh, It was Columbus Day. So it was a holiday. Um, There are a couple of places that were closed. So some of the banks were closed uh, due to Columbus Day, but the market was open. um, So you were able to trade today. And as we continue to go on tomorrow, definitely be looking to see uh, with all this data coming out, uh, how the market will be reflecting. Uh, So Jamie Dimon, uh, not a small investor, uh, the CEO of J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan is a huge company. Uh, They have tons of assets uh, under their management. And so for him to have an indicator of, hey, there's going to be a recession kind of in 2023, I don't think that it's new news. But it's just kind of like the whales or bigger institutions are starting to kind of raise the flag of, hey, We're entering to a recession. Uh, Now, they have whole teams of people who do the research and analysis. They have, uh, you know, quant models that basically have told them this is going to happen, you know, way in advance. I think the fact that they're acknowledging that it's happening uh, is kind of a late indicator for some people who don't really study the markets as much as most people. I don't know if uh, more CEOs continue to raise the flag of, hey, we're going into a recession in 2023, if this will, you know, yield more people to pull their money out of the market or how people will react to this. You also have a lot of people who are switching over to other assets like cryptocurrency. So that's definitely something interesting to look at as well. Cryptocurrency wasn't really as big or as big of a thing as it is now uh, compared to the previous recession or previous major crash that we had in 2008 uh During that time period uh in two thousand and eight as well as the dot com boom uh there was no other real asset um you know maybe in the dot com boom people switched over to real estate and made a lot of money in that way but then a lot of people got um kind of destroyed uh when the two thousand and eight crash uh happened uh with the housing market so uh definitely very interesting to see how crypto will play into the markets uh changing so Let's jump to some of the other things going on. So Rivian today uh, had a fall, uh, so some of their shares fell. Uh, The company announced a really big recall, uh, recalling more than 12,000 vehicles. Uh, Nearly every EV that has uh, been made to date, uh, to double check, the fastener in the vehicle steering assembly uh, was properly tightened. So it fell about 10%. Uh, After this news, uh, the recall includes every Rivian R1T pickup and R1S SUV uh, made through late September, as well as some of the EDV delivery vans and the company produced uh, for Amazon, so a total of 12,212 vehicles uh, altogether. Though the company estimates that only about 1% of those uh, have been defective. So they kind of found something that was going on with the vehicles and then decided to just recall all of them to go and check to make sure that that uh, had been taken care of. Uh, so the end of September, uh, Rivian has built about 15,300 vehicles since starting production uh, in the fall of 2021. Uh, the company had set a goal to reach about 25,000 vehicles produced by the end of the year. Um, the defect... Uh, for the recall uh, involves a fastener and a front suspension uh, that may have not been tightened fully in some vehicles uh, in the faster uh if the fastener isn't right, Rivian said it could affect the alignment of the front vehicle potentially causing vibrations and noise and uh changing the vehicle um, from its steering in rare circumstances or rare instances uh, Rivian said the fastener could Uh, come completely loose in a situation that would lead to loss of steering control and potentially a crash. So um, definitely a a very big recall. Uh, Rivian is a fairly new company, so there are some kinks uh, that they would need to figure out. But I think that's a huge recall, especially for a company that has only been able to produce 15,300 vehicles. Then recalling 12,000 is over 50% of the vehicles that they have made to date uh, for something, you know, like tightening um, of the vehicle. So, why I think this is a big thing for the company and for EVs in general is you have people who have uh may have potentially gone into uh going with Rivian over going with Tesla or going with the Chevy uh for like delays and getting their Rivian vehicle uh sooner rather than later, but have such a major recall um, you know, for kind of weighing the pros and cons of the situation you may have gone with the Rivian vehicle because it was cheaper um, over a Tesla vehicle but now you have this problem going on so it's kind of you know a hit or miss for some of the electric vehicles that are out here but definitely a huge um, hit for uh, Rivian vehicles even with them having to recall the EDV delivery vans uh, with their that they provided to Amazon which was one of their investors. Uh, So one of their major investors when the company started was Amazon and Ford. And for them to have to recall uh, the vehicles that they gave to Amazon uh, is definitely, you know, a black eye to the company itself. And we'll see where the company goes um, stock-wise as the week shapes up. Definitely a huge hit for Rivian um, as a company uh, as this recall continues to go out. Um, So lastly on here, I want to talk about uh, Meta Connect 2022. Uh, so Meta Connect 2022 is uh, expected to be a big announcement and updates for their plans for the metaverse. Um, so they're going to be also uh, releasing uh, the Meta Connect. Uh, so Meta has been leading uh, the way for consumer uh, lever. Consumer-level uh, virtual reality products and devices uh, rivals to the Meta Quest 2 uh, for competitors such as Lenovo uh, has been given consumers more VR headset options. Uh, the Metaverse is uh, expanding and more companies have begun investing uh, into virtual reality and augmented reality products. Uh, while many of the products are targeted towards the general public, some developers have chosen to focus uh, on enterprise customers, Uh, as a VR headset aimed at corporate markets tend to come with more robust features and support along with a heftier price tag. Uh, Meta's upcoming uh, event for VR creators and enthusiasts expected to feature the company's latest model or latest plans for the future of the Metaverse. Uh, MetaConnect 2022 uh, is a free virtual event streamed live at 10 uh, a.m. Pacific time on Tuesday, October 11th, so uh, tomorrow this event's going to happen. Um and then uh they're going to be uh it can be accessed through Reality Labs Facebook uh page afterwards. Uh and users on MetaQuest 2 virtual headset can view the event and virtual reality in Horizon Worlds after registering online. Users will see the Metaconnect program in the events tab of the Horizon menu uh in Horizon Worlds, which they can select and access the virtual conference. Uh updates on the project, uh Cambria High-end VR headset are expected, in addition to uh, updates on VR developer ecosystem, metaverse progress, and keynote from uh, the CEO Mark Zuckerberg. So I think it's very interesting uh, to see what Meta's uh, point of view for the metaverse is going to be. There really hasn't been much talk of the metaverse um in general. Uh, I know Microsoft's kind of working on trying to incorporate the metaverse into Teams uh on the version that they have, but Meta kind of really took a big shift and moved their company to focusing directly on the metaverse uh and the social aspect of it. So um really gonna be looking at this since the stock has been down for quite some time now on its six month chart. Um, It's kind of been going sideways, hitting a high of around $217.31 per share. Uh, But after that trading sideways, uh, hitting a low of $133.79, which is where it ended up today. So definitely good news from uh, Meta can help the company in general. Uh, On its one year, it was up at $323 um, a share or around $347, I think was the high Uh, that Meta was at on its one-year chart, Um, and then it fell down after the announcement that they were switching to Meta. Um, And so definitely if there's a positive outlook um, on Meta and the devices and how they plan on, um, you know, releasing more products for the metaverse and their plan for the metaverse I think it will help the stock in general uh, and help the company's outlook for the future Uh, so definitely gonna be looking at them I know especially if you're an option it's gonna be a good day uh, to look at it for some potential volatility so that's some of the news coming out there in the market make sure you look at the overall market definitely some bearish trends going on Uh, the EV sector has been kind of low uh, on the bearish side uh, with the entire market, but there are some plays out there that could still be made. Uh, I'll be looking at Meta this week uh, and continuing to look at Rivion to see how far it'll go down uh, after this recall. Uh, recalling you know, over 50% of your entire vehicle line is not a small amount of vehicles. And it is also a big thing uh, for the company to do and it'll we'll see how it'll affect their purchase or their orders come that come in in the future. Uh so go check out their trading and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.